remember when we were young, like green cards would pop out into those like games and say, you just want a green card. <laughs> I didn't know that was real. I didn't know that was real too. If that happened in like, I know, in Macau, I'll be like clicking all the time. Like, get the lottery, get the lottery. It would actually get, make like, sense since Macau is such a gambling city. You know what I mean? Like that should be the prize in the casino. Well, like mainlanders would go like crazy because they're like, oh, a car? I can afford that. But what about residency? <laughs> you just want a residency. Yeah. Due to a personal emergency, Yasmin had to miss this week's episode. Sorry la. I'm introducing, um... Albert Garcia from Macau. He's a artista. How about you introduce yourself first? I am Albert. I am born and raised in Macau by a full-bred Filipino. Full-bred. And then currently based in Taiwan. Okay. So Albert does like the performing arts uh, ever since. Oh, yeah high school or middle school you were doing stilts how did you get this passion like what did what, what did you think of like oh i'm gonna learn stilts that's pretty cool okay i have to go back it's very far away i think it started with like like this this whole group that was teaching in high school like a circus physical theater kind of group where they were doing like kids show you know like <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 the cultural center ones yeah and then inside they were teaching a lot of tricks like circus and sales and stuff like that so i thought oh i i, I like to be physical ish a bit and so i joined in and and then i just followed them and then in between i met a lot of people and yeah and here i am but actually fun fact i just recently know that my my mom mm-hmm. was in the opening of the cultural center of macau as a kelefe he brought me inside the the theater, like cultural center, when I was like five or six. And then she was with the Calafe bunch of Filipinos. Calafe means at- like the extras of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they were recruited a bunch of Filipinos to act as maids in an opera, in an mm-hmm. Egyptian opera called Aida. Ooh, Egyptian... And then, and then my mom was a part of it and she brought me backstage and then I, I was like really small and then I saw these props and like gold stuff and and she brought me to the audience and I saw the whole show and then that's the beginning of how theater seems to be very magical to me. Oh, that's so nice. I imagine a little Albert just like... <sighs> yeah, exactly. I was like that. I was just looking at them like all the gold stuff where they're wearing, like all the princesses. Yeah, yeah. And then my mom just like dragging me everywhere. Like, <laughs> Hurry up. Like, the curtains are going to go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm just like absorbing everything. Yeah. And then I'm doing a show on Hong Kong in September. Can I do a plug in in the end of this? A of, dude, of course. You can even plug it like in the beginning. Like, guys, he now, is now? actually directing his own play now. Like, tell us about that, please. Well, I, I just came back from a two-month like venture to collect materials. I went to Hong Kong for a month almost and, and get some materials and meet people like us. Second, third generation, we're like third, fourth culture kids. 
who mm-hmm. are the product of labor migration of our parents, where we are now like in other places trying to survive. Mm-hmm. And I call it performing citizenship. Mm-hmm. Not I call it, someone called it, but like I, I, I investigate this whole how we or me and you perform in certain landscape. Like, for example, like, you know, you're in US, you have to perform as a US citizen. Yes, yes. And and then me here in Taiwan, I have to act like them and then have to like kind of take away all the Filipino-ness, take away all the Chinese-ness and then just trying to survive. So, so yeah, so the production is on September, end of September, and it will be produced by Unlock Dancing Plaza. Yo, plug in. All right, guys, if you guys are ever in Hong Kong, check it out. To out. Macau. Two eight five three eight five two both. Both. Did you know that you have a lot of audience in Hong Kong? Really, that's cool. Yeah, a lot of followers that I've met Filipino followers that our generation that yeah. they follow this channel in Instagram, and I was like, no way. I, they're they're my friends. Oh, oh my god, it's so cool. No, yeah, because there is like this population of just Filipino kids that are you know the from um the immigrant parents because there's a lot of immigrants in Macau and Hong Kong that are Filipinos and not to mention some of them don't have resident card in Macau like that's a whole thing me and you we went through it oh my god because in Macau when you're born there you're not a resident so you're just there floating about exactly exactly it was really interesting because Hong Kong has so much rich Filipino community like there was the really cool rappers that are coming out JR like does like some collab sometimes and I was like whoa this is so cool and there was also I've met a few visual artists there who are Filipino and and yeah and there's so much different communities in Philippine Filipinos there like there was the apparently there's the Cafe Pacific kids whose parents are Whose parents are? <laughs> there's like the, there's the Christian kids, of course, and then there's the music kids, wow. all Filipino. Did you have this idea of the show from uh like going to the performing art school in Taiwan? After after we graduating, I never thought of myself like doing office job. Never in my life. I can never sit. I can't down. imagine you. But because of this residency thing, it's very hard for us. So to get opportunities like or or get the resources from where we were born so so, true. so i decided to i guess leave and and it's the only way we up. can grow like exactly so after university communication i i i applied for a filipino i think i applied for a filipino university also <gasps> to study in between really and then how was yeah, that and then I didn't take the exam, so there you go. Because <laughs> I, 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 I think it's not for me. I think because I don't know anyone in the Philippines. I, mm. I, I don't know how it works there. I have no networks or or like people I know. So then I was exposed to a lot of like Taiwanese artists in Macau, like really good ones, like really talented ones. So I thought, oh, Taiwan is cheap to study, uh, comparatively yeah. to other Asian countries. Mm. Um. So I I I came here, That's and cool. it's I guess it's more 
bigger than Macau. That's why there's more things to see: movies, museums, and and other pe- interesting people too. How is it like being like a Filipino, like blue card, and and performing how you perform in Macau, which is all the time, like giving yourself up for co- the culture of Macau, and then they're like not even acknowledging you as like. You know, don't even try. Oh, you wanna, you wanna be a resident? You know, type of thing. Uh, for me, after like during re- university, I think I've already, already like taking it all in that I'm, I'm, I'm never gonna be resident. Like, yeah, right. Because I don't know if I told you that during my during eighteen, I don't like because you know when we're eighteen, we have to be detached from our parents' passport, so we have to either get a student visa or get a blue card right mm-hmm. so i went to the immigration when i was 18 when i turned 18 and then i knocked on the door i was like um uh like can i have a like white card <laughs> because i kind of have i kind of had the record of white card before but they taken it away after i don't know after handover but long story it's gonna be on my Ooh. show everyone if, if anyone wants to know the history <laughs> Yeah, so I knocked in the door and I was like, can I get my white card? Like, I'm already here. I'm born here. I give you my birth certificate. I, have I speak Cantonese. I know your, your, like, I know your history. Yeah. Like, please, but I'm a hardworking citizen. Like, I would be a hardworking citizen. Very hardworking. Exactly. And then, and then they said that they deleted all my, 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 details all my identity already so i'm like i, I sadly walked away the immigration and then i i knocked into a, a lawyer's door <laughs> again i was like um i was born and raised in macau like can i can i get a residency with this is it is this is this can I, can, is this worth fighting for and then they said it's gonna it's gonna be worth a lot of money so i was like so there was one a few times i don't know if you did that but there was a few years before university that i had blue card mm-hmm. yeah i knew this like because you had the last your i think your birth date or something like it's before uh, yeah, some, right so, yeah some, yeah of course a few ha- friends helped me to get the visa and then it says they're like domestic helper as well which is really cool i don't know why i thought it was i think it, yeah because it's like a first job type of thing like hey In, just for us to able to, to, to stay school. in Macau, we have to find these ways and stuff with like our that. families. By the way, our families live exactly. in Macau. And our whole lives. Otherwise, are in where Macau. are we gonna go? Yeah, and then when you do get a job, you have to go to Philippines for like three months, like for to wait for it to like process. Yeah. That's what I did. I was like, thank God I had a friend there, or not, I would have been like, I don't know what, what I'm doing. What, you stayed in Philippines for three months. Yes, I did while waiting for my blue card. But thank God, like my friend Crystal's there and uh, this girl Grace too, like very graceful, uh, took me in in their arms. Because or not, I, I didn't have family there. Or not, I have to go to Bohol and Bohol didn't months? have the company. Yeah, I started for three months. And they didn't even tell me how long, like they're like, oh, it could be three to six months. Like that. I was like panicking, bro. My mom was panicking. But yeah, like, um, but it all worked out. No. Came back and yeah, didn't work. But, uh, survival i know and it was like they were like oh you have to go to philippines and start the process like the process is not going to start until you got get to philippines and it was like i had to book my flight like boom 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 i went like really fast because i want everything to go fast uh, it's just like everything is like so like time limited for us don't you think like and is that the most time you spent in in philippines 
Yes, definitely. How, how, how does it feel? Can I ask? <laughs> a lot of times, dude, I, I, a lot of times I just, like I said, Uber and Grab everywhere. Uh, I don't like walk so much in the streets because I don't, I, I also don't speak Tagalog. You know, I don't uh, want them to think, oh my God, this foreign bitch. And <laughs> I would be with my friend all the time though. Like we would go out together and she speaks very fluent Tagalog and I'm just, and she's white. So I'm just like, you know, they look at me like, aren't you supposed to speak some Tagalog? I'm like, from Macau. <laughs> Hello, po. Hello, po. Yeah, yeah. I say I use the po all the time. <laughs> oh, Hong Kong, Taiwan, and Macau, right? Which one is the best place? Would you say? After going back to Hong Kong, I really enjoyed it so much. Like, I so forgot diverse. how like rich, yeah, how how rich and diverse, and how like so rich the culture is mm. there, That's and, true. and how how the artists. I have to say, the artists are pretty cool too. Um. Oh. More open-minded. Exactly, like, exactly. I went to yeah. a few clubs that I was like, whoa, like, this mm-hmm. really underground techno clubs. So I stayed in a, a really cool hotel in in Hong Kong where they are, they're very queer-friendly and they always host screenings and, and movies and DJ in the bar. So the whole time, I just go up in my room and then come down and then, like, watch a screening and then go back to bed. So cool. Yeah. For Taiwan, it's more slow paced, of course. You know what they say. Slow paced. But we are very serious with work. They're very, very serious with work. Like, they are very detailed in production. And and Macau, Macau, I think the resource is very good. Ooh, but then they're lazy. It's very slow there. (laughs) Can we say that? The money is very good. They're just so comfortable. Like they need locals to work at the company. So for them, they're just like, we can just do our bare minimum. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't know I don't know if everyone know about the latest Rules. law in Macau, yeah. About like they trying to like mm. during pandemic for sure they took, took um <clears throat> they kind of departed or kind of fired a lot of like yeah. Filipinos and foreigners during that time and encourage Macau people to take up their work. It's like you've been doing that. No one wants that. Like they got some exactly. <laughs> like privileged kids don't want to do that. But even if I was, if I was um, like um, uh, a resident, I would just be doing like the delivery, the food, you know, like chill shit and then do some art shit on the side. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, why would you expect them to do like hard working stuff? Exactly. <laughs> just let's like, do it. I- I don't understand why Macau is not thankful for these foreigners that they helped build the city as well. The casinos as well. And then the 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 parents who goes to work and then their kids need some taking care of and then and yeah. then nurses. Yeah. Guards. Oh guards, dude. If they actually like let like Filipinos, like skilled workers work. Then they wouldn't be under like under staff in the freaking hospitals, which they are. Exactly. And then they're like, "Oh, we need more locals to come in." Like no one is, no offense, but a lot of locals they moved out because they don't want to live exactly. there. <laughs> exactly. Jeez. They always want to like show like the locals. Oh yeah, we're showing you them love. Like don't worry, like you know type of thing. But they don't realize some locals are actually Filipinos also. <laughs> like. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
Because yeah, in the past, and, they do do I, that. They hire skilled workers and then they give them card, right? White card. That's why mm -hmm. there are some Filipinos with white card. I think this is one of the good benefits, I guess, that on how Taiwan mm -hmm. is more welcoming to Filipinos. Like, they kind of offer a few um, permanent residencies already for skilled and unskilled workers in the factories and stuff like that. Sweet. And I think here is very much welcoming to Southeast Asian and also because like Taiwan is kind of a part of the Southeast Asian. I was invited on 2020 in Macau to do our work and then and then I couldn't go because it's pandemic and then I asked my I asked someone who want who can represent me the most on stage so I asked my mom mm. and then and then she was on stage in Macau on a theater while I am in Zoom like this. So oh. basically, I'm in the screen in the theater while mm. I'm having a conversation with my mom. And the work kind of tackles on how, you know, my mom as a, as a labor, as a Filipino, as a, as a domestic helper, as well as that she, she also did the work, Aida, where yeah. she acted as an extra, as a domestic worker. Yes. I think it kind of echoes back to what she's doing now and and kind of talks relate about the Filipinos being deported again. Growing exactly. up there's nothing about Filipinos, just like growing up. Like exactly. you're always just like maybe making fun of. Yeah. <sighs> what and is your favorite thing about Macau? Like it's food, right? You already said that. Food and the people and it's so accessible because it's so small, you can just walk anywhere. Yes! You you forgot to buy uh, garlic. You just go downstairs and then like it's it's already like a twenty four exactly. hour sun meal is right there. Also, restaurants are twenty four hours. Yes, boba here is like freaking seven, like eight dollars. So eight times eight is what thirty six mop. Same as Macaula. Now, yeah, inflation, but at least it's good. The one here, the tenchi is hard. Ano ba yan? I'm going to Macau. I might go on March. March? So fast. I might go Christmas. I I know, dude. US dollars is hard to save. And it's a thousand US dollars, like at least back and forth. But it was it's a thousand something. Like, oh my God. Like, so it has to be like planned, you know. Yeah, yeah, when I yeah. come back, I also have to give. Hi, OFW, the, the OFW. Balik bayan! <laughs> dude, that's so true. Like, we have to, like, do you send backs? Is this a new topic? Now? Or, dude, we can, like, talk about it. Yeah, because we are literally that. We're OFW. So, like, okay, yeah, the, the box thing. So, like, I arrived in my parents' like, Provincia province in the Philippines. And then, yeah. uh, like, I'm, I'm whole, like just on time, my mom sent a balik bayan box right in there. Yeah. And then guess guess what's inside? <laughs> Two air cons. Air <laughs> Air cons. There was rice. There was <laughs> onions. Onions because oh. onions in Philippines are very expensive. Yeah. What? Like apparently now it's like more expensive than meat. I'm like. Yes, because because of like really poor farmers, and then they had they had cat food, but then no one owns a cat in the house. So I was like, "What's that cat food for?" And then like to feed it to the dogs. Oh my god, no! <laughs> and I'm like, 
Oh, you send boxes now? I, I sent a box, like, yeah, I send like once a year usually, but now my mom is like, no oh. need to send anymore, just save money to come over here like that. Because it's like a thousand dollars I would spend. Can I ask, do you, have, do you hold a Filipino passport now? Now still Filipino passport, but I, I think like actually after this year, I can apply for uh, citizenship already. Better memorize the, ano, the national anthem. Oh, uh, oh, say, can you see? We're officially OFW. Yes, baby. But it's so cool. You see what I mean? Like in in America, like if you work here with a working visa, like for a certain amount of time, you can apply for a green card. And when you can hold the green card for like at least five years, and then you can apply for citizenship. Remember when we were young, like green cards would pop out into those like games and say, you just want a green card. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was real. I didn't know that was real too. If that happened in like, I know, in Macau, I'll be like clicking all the time. Like, get the lottery, get the lottery. It would actually get, make like, sense since Macau is such a gambling city. You know what I mean? Like that should be the prize in the casino. Like mainlanders city. would go like crazy because they're like, oh, a car? I can afford that. But what about residency? <laughs> You just want a residency. Yeah. Actually, in, in Macau, if you do own, like, real estate, like, that above, I think, four million or something, like, you can... Uh, and then you can apply. Yeah. yeah so rich people so can investments, apply. Investment residency. Yeah. And I guess, like, in in America also, like, you have to afford, be able to afford the admission fees and stuff like that, which is, like, $700 yeah. and stuff. Well, but at the end of the day, I like, there's a way, you know? And it's yeah. not... And it, it, it like kind of it kind of shows like oh if you work hard like you're you're like you're you're worthy of this like and it's like oh thank yeah, you yeah reward rewarding you belong here I'm not even a resident for Philippines right like we're not even resident like they have card for residency there and we don't even have uh, yeah, that yeah yeah <laughs> you know when I was leaving Philippines like I had to pay for the work like as an OFW terminal fee stuff and I'm like shit real. I'm an OFW. Yes, yes. You were in the Macau team for volleyball. I want to mention that. That's freaking ah, yes. cool. I, okay. I just realized I was like many different things yes, in Macau. Yes. <laughs> I also did karate. I just remember. Stop. Did you learn from Yasmin's dad? No. <laughs> I also did tutor. Yeah, I gave you the tutoring job. See? I'm for that tutor. Word. That's one thing you can do that you kind of like, you can do part time, like, um, you know, without legal side, you know, hustle. side hustle. Uh, blue card, the Filipino kids' tips, guys. Like, if you want some extra exactly. moolah, do some. Exactly. Because they like you speaking English also to their kids because they yeah. want their kids to speak English. So. And then so we that. also did videos. Volleyball was for, for three, four, five, six. One, and you would two, go three, out four. the country to play for Macau. And so what, you have to get their visas, right? And stuff like that. That's, really, that's very funny because they never really asked me. Really? They never really asked me if I was president. So basically, like, how I got into the team was like, um, like okay, I just play with different, like, um, Macau, like, what are, those, what are those called? Like, cups or clubs. They call it clubs. And then from there, they're all inside these clubs. They have different Macau team members and coaches. Oh. And then they asked me to go train with them. And then I just trained. 
and then there was no competitions yet until the first two years and then afterwards they start going out and then like for example i i went to india i own they were asking me for my ano for my residency card do you get panicked and I was like, when when they ask that like some anything like they're like oh okay do you have your res- card like id card and you're like uh for i sure. didn't think i needed it for sure but because like you know i kind of like i did that trick where like why do you need a residency card to get in the stadium i didn't know that <laughs> so like Dude, like guys. one that happen it's like they kind of have to have me because no one can stop me ish yeah do that dude I love that. So, yeah you gotta so, grind man yeah exactly so until there was some competitions were like going to like where we really need to get a hard visa for like like for example portugal or something like that i think i kind of missed that i think there was once in japan or something i didn't go to that because it's real oh japan the Thing problem because exactly because the whole team doesn't need visa and then <gasps> I'm the only one visa and no one is <sighs> no yeah exactly no one's willing to help me do the visa I don't know how to do it because I'm going with them I'm alone and Ridiculous. then it's like so there were some competitions I didn't get into but all in all I think it's it's okay I feel like after all these after having a Filipino passport. Like, uh, we have to apply for visas all the time. I kind of got all the tactics already. That's true. I like, get what you mean. Like, you know, like, 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 we know how to get it already without missing anything. Yes, yes, yes. It's, uh, dude, even doing immigration, so, like, stuff, like, here, it's like, it's just, like, well, I'm so used exactly. to it. <sighs> and then like, there's so many people, like, oh, my God, I have to do visa. Like, I you know what? You need, you need your... Your photocopy? I didn't know you need a photo too. You need a photo. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, you get, I didn't know have the photocopy. Like, we already have three, you know, like, we we have, like, back up. (laughs) Well, I'm Filipino, so I, I, I know everything. Yes, we can, I think. I think so. What is your favorite dish in Macau growing up? Choose one. One only. like that no just one that's hard today today i i i cooked like cubes uh potatoes like fried potatoes to make and every time back me <laughs> I, I guess that is my like what i currently am craving right now oh so, it's so good i think mincing now is my thing mincing now Yes. Fun with the with the egg on top, the egg runny. Oh, yes, yes, the best. That's what I did. Like that, that's what I did the other day. Like, pro tip is uh cut the cut in cubes, and then put in the put in a bowl like in a mic in a in a microwavable bowl. Put water like until like it covers all the potatoes. Put some salt. Microwave that shit for ten minutes. It gets soft. If you have an air fryer, put it in the air fryer and f- air fry it for f- like 10, 15 minutes. Boom. Exactamente like the mean cheap potatoes. Well, you did shout out your show. Uh, let's shout out again. Like, what is it again? Ah, this was the, this was last so November. Oh. This was the research period. Oh, you research? Oh yeah, you interviewed me in Alaika also, no? Yeah, I did. So like, like the work kind of tackles of 
of kids like us, like product of labor migration and 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 how we were born and raised in 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 this you know in this ecosystem of like Chinese Filipino mm. and and other like for example you as a Sri Lankan yeah mm. and then and then Yasmin very fully mixed and yes. yeah so, so it'll be in a really cool venue there'll be videos that I've documented as well and and yeah I'll send the link later mm-hmm. on when the promotion is done. Right but here. all of you guys from from Hong Kong Macau can come see it see you guys all right oh my god I can't wait I can't wait to see the bijou you have to send me the bijou yes yes right. the there'll be singing and and dancing too show off that Filipino talent yes baby representation all right so thank you for your time Albert and thank you for having me thank you <laughs> thank you guys for watching like and subscribe and yes yeah! Subscribe to my channel. Hey, hey, thank you, la, like, like, so bad. So, 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 so,